Proverbs 10, verses 18 through 21. The one who conceals hatred has lying lips, and whoever utters slander is a fool. When words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is of little worth. The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of sense. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Moving further into Proverbs 10, and today lots of uh, lots of good words about our words <laughs> and about our speech, and joined again by the one, the only, the beautiful Jason Byers. We're still up 30. Still, still up 30. <laughs> the scrubs are still in. Come on. So, uh, what, 30 seconds left. The toilet paper is going to hit the court in a minute. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Jason... Let's uh yeah, let's just walk through it. Any yep. any thoughts on the one who conceals hatred has lying lips and whoever utters slander is a fool. Yeah, this is interesting. It's the the um it's almost like it, 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 this verse could be a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Um because on one hand you're being told not to suppress mm-hmm. um feelings of being yeah. wronged or grievance, but then at the same time, don't broadcast them. Don't broadcast <laughs> yeah, it. Right. Yeah. So that there is a little bit of a tension here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ultimately, I think the, the first half of this, the one who conceals hatred has lying lips. This is, this certainly speaks um, to the corrosive effect mm-hmm. that um, suppressing kind of unaddressed grievance yeah. or, or yeah. feelings of being wronged totally. by someone can have on your own character. Yeah. Not not only that can have on a relationship, but um that mm-hmm. can have on your own character and leads to, you yeah. know, things like flattery and cynicism, lying lips, right? Yeah. You end up saying things that you don't really believe, Absolutely. right? Which ultimately is a sin as well. Absolutely. And and so um that's the first thing that comes to mind is the corrosive effect of suppressing these things. But then also, we're we're obviously um, to take the second half. Whoever utters slander is a fool. Yeah, as guidance, not as you say, not to go out broadcasting your wrong in pursuit of mm-hmm. um, being considered wise in the eyes of, of others. Yeah, the, the right path is is um, the one that Jesus laid out for us in the Sermon on the Mount, which is if you know if anyone is wrong to you, then you you leave your your gifts at the altar and go and be reconciled to that person directly. And so this is um, uh, taken in, taken as a pair here. The call is clear to, to be reconciled to those with yeah. whom, whom you, you've wronged or feel wronged by. Yeah. I think the warning is, you know, just deal with, you yeah. know, contention quickly and face to face with somebody. Don't let it fester. Don't veil it, but also, you know, don't, take it elsewhere like mm-hmm. just go go to the person and we we live in a world you know i i find it really fitting that he he talks about whoever utters slander is a fool because we live in a world where slander ridicule satire mockery mm-hmm. like these are elevated forms of wisdom it's the currency of the realm and some it, it, it is a way to gain favor it in is the eyes of the it, culture. Yeah. absolutely and even you know even in, I think the the Christian sphere, it's easier for us to celebrate somebody who does a really good job of, you know, making fun of people who disagree with us than somebody who's like thoughtfully engaging mm-hmm. that realm, you know. Yeah. And and so I I just find that very very fitting, just to quickly and face to face pursue 
reconciliation, pursue growth with other people. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really starting to think that it's not a coincidence that I was invited on these particular passages. <laughs> yeah. to, so, to, is there a, is there a I, lesson here for me? Yeah. Too? Anyways. <laughs> All right. So uh, <laughs> moving on. Verse 19. When words are many, transgression is not lacking, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. So this... I mean, these all four of these verses call to mind James two and the taming mm-hmm. of the tongue. But this, totally. this certainly, um, again, it, it, this makes me think of yesterday's meditation. Um, the idea of storing up mm. knowledge, using what you've using the knowledge, the wisdom, yeah. the wealth you've accumulated in yeah. a prudent manner. Yeah. Whereas um, this verse nineteen, when words are many, transgression usually when somebody's got a lot. To say, yeah. um, it's us- there's usually some ulterior motive that yeah. is uh, that's motivating that, um, and so um, yeah. I, but whoever restrains his lips is prudent. Again, the wise lay up knowledge um, yeah. for use at an opportune time. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I this is such a convicting proverb to me because I feel like. <laughs> I definitely gravitate towards being somebody who has something to say about everything. I mean, here we are talking about it. After all, right? The irony <laughs> maybe of things, we should, right? Yeah, maybe we should wrap this up. Um, but or like have a joke for everything, or you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And you know, I I think there's just like a really good warning in that. And you know, even I just think about like people who I follow, teachers of the word, you know, Christian figures who I follow and look up to the the people who I esteem most highly are you know when when big things happen when big events happen or controversies or whatever the the people who are radio silent for a day or two are actually the people or longer than that are people that I really tend to trust yeah because there's kind of the sense of like they're restraining their speech they're gathering information there's not like they don't have three different blog posts and whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, you know, that's not to throw shade at people who are quick responders to situations, but I, I do just think there, there is like a practical beauty to like having restrained lips and being prudent in your yeah. speech. Yeah. That's, that's really good. There's almost like it's, I forget where the phrase comes from this tyranny of the urgent, right? Yes. We live yes. in that all the time today. And yeah. it, 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 I'm, I'm with you. There is something very, attractive and winsome um, about someone that has the self-discipline mm-hmm. uh, to um, to thoughtfully wait yeah. and consider yeah. what is wise. Yeah. Um, it's so often I think we speak in many ways because we're uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. We've been conditioned to be uncomfortable with silence yeah. and waiting. Yeah. Um, and I think, and so cultivating this is truly a, a spiritual discipline, right? Yeah. Cultivating this comfort with sitting and resting and yeah. being silent and and in solitude yeah. is something that we all ought to pursue. It certainly totally. goes a long way towards helping us tame our tongue and and uh, restrain uh, our lips. Totally. And even you know, just another quick note on that: it's how silence is even demonized. Like the whole silence is violence thing. Which, yeah. Like there's a. You know, there there are situations in which that's true. Like if you're talking about complicit, like people being complacent. Sure, sure. But like, I do think it is sad how really any slow, like 
it's like a corporation being slow to speak nowadays is like the quickest way for them to just get lambasted. Yeah. And so we, uh, like as people perpetuate the, the noisy, quick to speak culture. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Talk less. Talk it's less. always a good rule, right? Yeah. I need to, I need to, uh, Just shut I up. need to consider that. <laughs> write that on every piece of paper, every agenda yeah. that I walk into. Talk yeah. less at the top. Yeah. I've heard so uh, a, a famous uh, Bible teacher uh, does that. Every every mm-hmm. agenda she walks into, talk less across the top of a page. So, I love that. Anyway, the tongue of the righteous is choice silver. The heart of the wicked is of little worth. All right, I, I love your observation here. So please um, share what you sh- you share with me. Yeah, I. So the, I love the the imagery of choice silver for the tongue of the righteous because um, silver is a really intensely refined metal. And there's actually somewhere in, I, I should have found this cross reference, so I apologize <laughs> for my poor, poor <sighs> preparation. But there's another like Psalm that's talking about, um, basically, I think it's talking about the heart of the righteous is like silver that's refined like seven times by fire. Mm-hmm. And... Anyways, it's a very intensely high heat refined metal. And, you know, I, I find that to be a really, when we talk about restraining our speech and having pure speech, that's not like a switch that we flip and it's not something that you just polish. It is a very intense refining process, right. like right. to to purify your, your tongue and your mind and, you know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So really it's purifying your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a really, it's a really intense refining process, and so I think that that silver is such a, a great image of what it looks like to have pure speech. Yeah, that's a, a beautiful image. We, we hear uh, contrast so the, the value of beautiful character with um, fine metals throughout mm-hmm. throughout the proverbs, and mm-hmm. um, I love that you you picked that up here. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts there? Or no, I, I, that's, right. I think that's lovely. Yeah, and then the lips of the righteous feed many, but fools die for lack of sense. This one kind of interestingly reflects uh, the last proverb from yesterday, yep. which uh, verse 17, whoever heeds instruction is on the path to life, but he who rejects reproof leads others astray. And so here we kind of see, in 17, we see the collateral damage of foolishness and in 21 we see the collateral blessing of righteousness that you know where there is wisdom where where there's righteousness it actually brings provision and blessing to all the people around it yeah again as you said yesterday a a pinch of yeast Mm. yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. leavens the whole loaf right so the the mirror of um the corruption that bad character can have on the many is uh, mm-hmm. The blessing and um, and refinement that um, that wisdom and righteousness can have, um, and, and we've we've all experienced. I, I think we can all uh, speak to personal experience with both of these. Mm-hmm. We've all been around people yes. who yeah. lead us to sin. Yeah. Uh, we've all been around people that you know maybe we are those people that yeah. that uh, almost invite temptation. Yeah. But then we've also all. Uh, hopefully, been around people who are who are very godly mm-hmm. that not only call us and and uh, encourage us to better living, mm-hmm. uh, but um, inspire us to actually desire to Absolutely. pursue that sort of life. Absolutely. Sweet. Well, any any other thoughts? No. I, I think uh, 
Sur- the, the call to surround restrain ourselves our with wise people. Yeah. 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 Restrain yeah. our lips. So now we'll end we there. will practice restraining our <laughs> lips. Um, thanks for listening today. Uh, for Jason Bars, this is Will Carlock. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.